0: Welcome to the Radical Mother Village. If you're new here, a radical mother is a woman poised in her power, ready to disrupt cycles of generational trauma, running through her family like wildfire. She's working to improve her life, the lives of her children, and shape the landscape of her community. If that's you, you're in the right place. This podcast is designed to connect you with resources, inspiration, and the reminder that you are not alone as you embark on your journey of radical mothering. I'm your host, Krista Bevan, dynamic self-care coach for Radical Moms, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Now let's dive in. Hi there, welcome back to another episode. Today we are gonna be chatting about ways to create balance in our lives so that we can feel more in control. Now, this topic came up because oftentimes I hear from moms that they will feel overwhelmed in their lives by everything that they're trying to juggle. This is, you know, work obligations, home obligations, family obligations, all of these different things that they are needing to do. And in that mix, caring for themselves is often last on the list if it makes the list at all. Now, with these feelings of overwhelm, there's also a feeling of being out of control that often accompanies it. And if you remember, one of the components of trauma is actually a loss of agency or feeling like you're not in control of your situation. So this is actually something that's really critical in our lives to feel like we have choice and control over what's happening to us. So finding ways to feel like we are in control of our lives and of our situations is key, not just for our sense of normalcy as parents, but it's also crucial for our mental health as individuals. Now let's first talk about what balance in our life means. So I wanna look at the definition of the word balance, and that is a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. Now, in the Facebook group I run for Radical Mothers, which you can find a link to in the show notes, I asked a question about whether balance in life actually existed. And the responses were pretty interesting. Many of the mamas who answered said yes, but there were some contingencies to that answer. So some of the things they listed were balance is possible, but it requires constant dedication. Balance is possible, but it requires a lifetime of fighting and struggling to achieve or Balance is real, but it's fluid. And I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about what balance in our life means, and those misconceptions can lead us to a place where we end up disappointed when the reality of our life doesn't match up with what those misconceptions are, and then it leaves us feeling out of balance. So I want to take a moment to break down what I see as some of those common misconceptions. So the first is that balance is something that needs to exist in a 24-hour time period, so in one single day. And I'll be honest, I don't think that's realistic or practical for most mothers, and especially for women in general. And the reason for this is that as women, our bodies do have a natural 24-hour circadian cycle and a circadian rhythm. But we also have longer monthly cycles of hormones that correspond with our menstrual cycles. And these cycles, the cyclical living that women naturally embody, is different than the world that we live in that only recognizes this masculine-based 24-hour energy time frame. And I don't mean masculine in the sense that it only applies to men. I'm talking masculine in terms of energetic qualities, And what happens is that when we live in that framework, it puts us out of sync with our biology. It doesn't leave room to recognize that as women, our energy levels, our hormone levels, our needs change throughout the month as well as throughout the day. Now, if you're interested more in this topic, you can check out the work of Kate Northrup, and I will link to her in the show notes. But she's all about establishing cyclical living and how you can really maximize your Efforts in line with this idea of cycling throughout the month, because this is really important. And it's not something that I see enough women talking about or recognizing the fact that this can be an area that causes us to feel out of balance because we're living out of sync with our biological reality. Now, second, there's also this idea that balance is something that should be consistent over time rather than fluid realistically though our needs change over time so think about it what felt balanced in your life before having kids before you became a mother probably doesn't feel in balance now that you are a mother and that's okay as we change as we grow as we evolve so should our sense of balance and the proportion of different aspects of our life think back to the last time you actually gave yourself permission to update your needs in relationship to your current life situation. Chances are for most of us, we haven't done that or we haven't done it enough. Third, there's this idea that balance means equal. And if we go back to that definition that I read to you at the beginning of this show, we can remember that what it means for balance is when elements are equal or when they're in correct proportions. And this is where I make the argument that for life, and especially life as mothers, this is what's more pertinent to us in the definition. Rather than aim for equality in all areas of our life, we should be striving for correct proportions. And so then this brings up the question of how do you know what those proportions are? And this is where some dynamic self-care can come into play. Because if we take time to do some evaluation and practice self-awareness about the state of our life, we can do some assessment and make some decisions about what those proportions are. So let me give you an example. When we're in the season of early motherhood, our babies are brand new newborns, it makes sense that we get less sleep and that their needs take center stage to all. And that's the correct proportion of our needs being met and of us getting enough sleep and all of these different things for that time in our lives. But what I see so often is that we fail to shift out of that place where we've centered our kids to the point of losing ourselves, even as they grow and no longer need that level of focused attention from us. So they grow, evolve, and change, but we don't take time and put in conscious, Effort and conscious attention to also grow, evolve, and change the proportions of things that we need in our life and what we offer to ourselves. If you want to dive deeper on this, I've actually put together a really great assessment tool that you can use to look at different areas of your life and gauge where they are at along a spectrum. And this is looking at things like rest versus activity, connection versus isolation, Mental wellness versus mental illness, etc. This handout is designed to look at a core set of human needs and desires and give you an opportunity for self reflection. This also has a wheel of life assessment component to it that gives you a really nice visual representation of which parts of your life are maybe out of balance right now. And so you can find a copy of this. You can go to my website, kristabevan.com forward slash balance, and you can grab a free copy of it there. Again, I'll also put this in the show notes so that you don't have to remember that website address right now. Um, But if you do that, it's going to give you a lot of really good opportunities for self reflection. So let's talk for a moment about where the roots of imbalance come in our lives. And like I mentioned earlier, it's things like focusing on 24-hour cycles of living instead of monthly, seasonal, or yearly cycles. And again, we know from, from being mothers that our kids change and grow and go through different seasons of their life, but we don't often allow our own selves to do that as well. And I think that's a lost opportunity to be able to give ourselves that same permission another place that imbalance comes from is this idea that we're encouraged in our society to be busy and we're discouraged from resting because let's face it we live in a patriarchal capitalistic society that tells us our worth is contingent on our output and i have a lot of thoughts on this i think that that's a damaging thought in and of itself i believe that as human beings our worth is innate i believe that it is divinely given i don't think it's something that can be earned and worse yet i don't think it's something that can be taken away through action or lack of action on our part i truly believe we are worthy because we exist but second also as women even if we work full-time outside the home we still earn less on average than men do And there are so many of us whose primary job it is to be the full-time caregiver for our children, and that's a role that's unpaid. So you couple that with this toxic idea that we're less worthy because we're not earning money, and I think a lot of us end up subconsciously internalizing this idea that we have to be constantly trying to play catch up it keeps us in this perpetual state of trying to achieve something that's always just out of our grasp instead of allowing for the space for us to have deserved rest without guilt. And since I think this is a toxic thought and a toxic piece of our cultural narrative, the more I can talk about that and the more I can get people thinking about that in those ways, the more we can start to shift this idea and and then ultimately make it easy for all of us to rest more. Okay, I'm getting off on a tangent, but I also wanna talk about how imbalance also comes when our expectations don't line up with reality. And this is why it's so important for us to really look at our lives and assess the parts that are in our control and things that are not in our control, so that we can focus our mental energy where it's most useful. I want to talk next about how we can incorporate more balance in our lives. So we know what these misconceptions are about it, and we know where these roots of imbalance come from. So what can we do about it? The first thing to do is go do that balance assessment that I mentioned earlier. Go grab that free handout. It'll give you a baseline of what areas of your life need focusing, It'll give you a sense of what's out of balance, and part of that assessment is also looking at what's not in equal proportions, and it gives you tools to evaluate if those are correct for the season of life that you're in or if they need to be shifted. And if they need to be shifted, that awareness that they need to be changed will give you an opportunity to start to make that happen. Okay, let me give you an example. So let's say you do this assessment and you realize that as a mother, your spiritual practices have started to suffer and need some attention. Now, let's face it. As much as we would all love to go on a week-long yoga retreat somewhere halfway around the world, when we've got little kids at home, this is probably not practical. So we need to find ways to incorporate practices into our life that allow us to connect with our spiritual side. Some examples of this would be ways that you can put some ritual back into your life. Maybe it's reciting a mantra in your mind while you brush your teeth. Maybe it's doing breath work while you load the dishwasher. This is why I'm so passionate about the idea that self-care can be something that you incorporate into your life rather than having it be something that you have to add on to your to-do list because I find that this is more realistic for mothers to be able to get it done. But the way that you know that you need to do something is first having that awareness and then finding ways that you can shift things in your life the way that it is to be able to meet that need. So again, if you have this need for connection to ritual as a portal to your spiritual practice, then find ways to incorporate that into your life the way that it is. That gives you some control. It gives you the chance to take responsibility for these parts of your life that are out of balance by focusing on the things that you can control to really meet your needs. And the other thing is, if something in your life can't be shifted, it's time to look at the pieces that routinely make you feel the most overwhelmed in your life. So what areas of your life are regular sources of frustration or stress or lead to feelings of being out of control? And these are other areas that you can put some attention and focus on. And it's even simple things like asking questions. What part of this is within my control? What part of this is out of My control let me give you kind of a silly example but it made a huge improvement on my life I live in Vermont it's snowy it's cold I have a toddler I don't like to go out if I don't have to so lately and especially because of the pandemic I've been ordering everything and anything that I can online and have it delivered to my door it makes my life so much easier but what was not making my life easier is that with all of these boxes arriving throughout the week I could never find the box cutter to open the boxes up And this sounds ridiculous, but it was one of those tiny things that left me frustrated every single time the doorbell rang that there was another package. Finally, it dawned on me one day. I was like, well, I keep losing this box cutter because it doesn't have a home. So I took 30 seconds. I went and I grabbed a command hook. I slapped it up on the side of the fridge. And now the box cutter lives there. And now when a package arrives, I can walk over to the fridge, grab the box cutter, open the package, hang it back up. And in that one little small act 30 seconds in a command hook, I removed a source of frustration from my life. Now I get it. That doesn't sound like a whole lot. That doesn't sound like a big thing to be worried about. And it isn't. It's more that it's, an accumulation of those types of things throughout your day that can really start to make you feel overwhelmed and then overwhelmed and out of control and out of balance. If we can eliminate even these small sources of frustration, because let's face it, sometimes these tiny ones are like the worst paper cut. It's the most insignificant little wound and yet it really hurts. Just doing these tiny things to alleviate this pressure can make a huge difference in our lives. It gives us the sense of control back. So to circle back to the beginning of this conversation, we want our lives to have a sense of balance because with that sense of balance comes a sense of control. We feel at ease when we have more agency in our life. And feeling in control can be about consciously choosing to allow things to be out of balance in your life for a particular day, a month, or a season. We've talked about that. Because like I said, you know, when we have newborns, we expect to be tired. Having a baby is a conscious choice to be out of balance with our sleep needs for that time period in the beginning. But another way that we can feel overwhelmed in our life is when certain areas or parts of our day that are lacking in attention, when those are arbitrary rather than intentional, So again, grab that Wheel of Life assessment. Even if you've done this before, grab the one that I've created. has this extra assessment portion to it that I've created just for this exercise that'll help you work through some of these sticking points in your life. And it'll help you identify what's out of balance and then more importantly, what you're okay with being out of balance and also which parts are non-negotiable and need intentional rebalancing. So it's going to give you a sense of, of what you need to focus on and what parts you can allow to be until the next time that you do this assessment and then reevaluate. So hopefully as you start to shift what it means to be in balance in your life, you can start to regain that sense of control that you're seeking and feel more at ease as you navigate through various seasons of your life. All right, mamas, that wraps up another episode of the Radical Mother Village. Thank you so much for listening. I know how valuable your time is, and I appreciate that you're willing to spend some of it with me each week. If you are looking to dive deeper and connect with fellow Radical Mothers, you can do that by joining the virtual village that I facilitate over on Facebook. You can find the link to that in the show notes, or you can also search within Facebook itself for the Radical Mother Village. Over there, you'll find other like-minded mamas doing this work, supporting and encouraging one another, and it's also a great way to connect directly with myself, get a sneak peek on upcoming content, and get access to exclusive offers and resources.